Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Mom Date Podcast. I'm Erica, your host, joined today by my fabulous co-host, Cassie Sullivan. And um, today we are going to be talking about hope and joy um, and how we infuse them into our motherhood journeys and also what the Mom Date Podcast is going to look like and a super fun Q&A with your host. I did want to give you a little bit of a warning. When we first started the podcast, we had titled it Coffee, Wine, and Motherhood, and midway changed the name to the Mom Date. So this episode um, does use the original title, but we're still your Mom Date gals. So go ahead, pour a cup, and let's fill you up with some hope and joy on today's Mom Date. Welcome to Coffee, Wine, and Motherhood, where we're pouring hope and joy into your journey one mom day at a time. I'm Erica. And I'm Cassie. And today we're talking about why the heck we're recording a podcast for you. (laughs) We don't really know half the time, but we're doing it. No, but we're here. And welcome. So we are recording a podcast. That is happening. And why, like I said, we don't really know, but we're both really excited about it. Yes. We both had like good, bad, wonderful, and not always typical mom journeys. And so (laughs) when we met, which we'll talk about, we just really clicked and both of us come from a place of hope and joy um, and really like to just laugh at the craziness that motherhood encompasses. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And we thought that we could inspire you, uplift you, help you feel like you're not alone, all the things. Be your friend, even if it's just on your earbuds and in a Facebook group. Um, We want you to know that you're loved and supported and that no matter what your motherhood journey looks like, you're doing it right. Yes. All of that. (laughs) So Kathy, tell everyone who you are. So I am Cassie. Um, I am a grief coach. I started Revive Your Hope Coaching to help other moms who've lost children. Um, So I do that when I am not um, momming my two little ones. I have a two-year-old and a two-month-old. Um, I'm also a wife to an awesome husband who I also want to smack sometimes um, when he annoys my life. (laughs) But um, yeah, so I'm just mom, wife, a coach, and trying to just figure out (laughs) my life every day that I wake up and and go. So that is me (laughs) in a nutshell. Erica, let's hear who you are. (laughs) Well, I'm also a mom. I have twin boys, Killian and Rowan. They are going to be two this summer, and I don't know how that's possible at all. Goes way Um, too fast. Way too fast. And I'm also a wife to a very awesome husband um, who I rarely want to strangle, but when it happens, (laughs) it's intense. Um, and then I work full time as the director of business development for my family's architectural company here in Northern California. Um, and I am the creator of life with my favorites.com where we talk about all things, momming, wifing, and bossing. Um, my three favorite things are being a mom to my boys, being a wife, usually, 
Um, and <laughs> being a small business owner. Yeah. <laughs> ish entrepreneur ish. Um, so I love to talk about the balance of work and motherhood. Um, and I thought, Hey, why not have a podcast where we talk about all those things too? Exactly. And I think we both, you know, having two different lifestyles right now, as far as like what we do for work, um, how we show up for our boys, you know, you're a twin mom. I've got, you know, my angel baby. I have my two that I had close together, um, closer than I wanted together. <laughs> um, and so, and you're working and I'm chosen to stay at home with the boys right now and put my business on the back burner. And so we both bring, you know, so many different aspects to the table as far as like momming, wifing, home life, work life, all of the things. Um, and sometimes we're stumbling through, but we also, you know, are able to like really work through those and figure it out and find whatever the balance is day by day. I don't think there's like a full balance. I do think it's like day by day. You're just trying to find the balance of that day. <laughs> so yeah. Totally. So I think and if not the day, like sometimes I can stream two good days together in a row but definitely in, you know, a season, every season, whether it's a day or a week or an actual yes. season. <laughs> and it, it just is always such a balance act. And just like, I've really had to take this to heart and um, accept it when I became a mom is that like, everything is always in transition. And just yes. when you think like, I've got this, it changes. Yes. I swear the kids have like this little like beacon. They're like, oh, she thinks she hasn't figured it out. Okay. Let's change. Yeah. Okay. This is not on topic, but in regards <laughs> to that, I had a, a season with the boys when I started, um, I very slowly started my way back into work when they were six months old. I went two days a week for like four hours and I slowly added in days and hours and it got, I'm now working four days a week, but I think when I started doing four days a week is when it really hit and the boys like it took a while for them to get used to that transition and they would cry every day when I left I would like shut the door and I could hear them like racing to the door oh. crying it it broke my heart and then I would come home and they would just be like an emotional mess the second I walked in the door like clinging to me and like being whiny and needy and uh like it was hard for me emotionally to handle it and then like us flip switched a switch flipped and um oh, one day all of a sudden they just were like I was like I have to go to work and I was expecting to need to like comfort them and tell them right okay and they just looked at me and were like bye and like ran off and started playing with their grandma and I was like but uh, wait I don't like this either oh like, my gosh right everything's always changing and we just gotta yeah Oh my gosh. Yes. I remember the first time I dropped Kieran off. Um, I didn't leave him with anyone for like a year. Um, and I kick myself every day now for not doing that. Cause Oh my God, the break would have been great. Um, but anyways, I left him, I went and dropped him off with his grandma and totally expecting because he was with me for an entire year that he was going to be like, mommy, no. Yeah. No. He was like, okay, bye. Like have fun mom. And I'm like, aren't you gonna miss me okay <laughs> so like got in the car and literally was just like 
wow, that really sucked. Like I was totally waiting for like the hug and to console him. No, mm -mm. it's just like, I've had about enough of you. <laughs> Let me have my grandma. I want to go have fun. Okay. Which is what we want. We want them to be, you know, well-adjusted. Right. And, and then when they actually are, we're like, I want you to need me too. <laughs> I don't want to break from you, but don't you want me? Right? You're not supposed to want to break from me. I'm awesome. Uh, <laughs> so, totally. So, yeah, transitioning. <laughs> right uh, do you want to give people a little sneak peek of what season one of Coffee, Wine, and Motherhood has in store for them? I can. We um, have a lot in store for you guys. We already have like a few seasons kind of mapped out. And so we're really excited to kind of dive in and get going. Um, so obviously the first episode, maybe two, is going to kind of get to know us, get to know your hosts, because um, we like to ramble sometimes and our brains kind of go squirrel and then we'll break off topic for a little bit and then come right back. So it'll be fun trying to follow. Um, so we're going to talk all things like birth stories, sleep, um, sleep regression with kids, lack of sleep for mom, um, miscarriage, SIDS, um, going through what it's like to be a twin boy mom, um, what it's like to have two kids close together, what it's like to have a kid after losing a child or having a miscarriage, um, postpartum depression, things that people don't like to touch and talk about, um, and uh, postpartum body, like exercising post-baby, um, going back to work after you've had kids, um, choosing to stay at home, what it's like to be a stay-at-home mom after working for you know, so many years. Um, so all the things, um, later seasons, we're going to have fun guests come on and talk nutrition, talk fitness, talk um, joy, talk, um, hope, floor rehab. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. All the yes to that, please. Um, we can even go dive into side hustles, being a stay at home mom, um, just all the things. So we have so many fun things coming up and I know we're going to touch on some heavy stuff, but it won't drag you down. We'll make sure that, um, we're providing you guys with, uh, you know, tips and tools and hope and joy throughout those episodes. We'll be laughing, crying, talking, um, all the things. So uh, when you hear postpartum depression or SIDS or miscarriage, just know that we won't leave you in that, in that despaired state, so to speak. Yeah, as you were going over the list, I was like, this does not sound like a, right. a podcast that's going to pour hope and joy into anyone's journey. Right. But I think one of the reasons that we connected so well is that we're able to like weave humor into even the hardest things that we've gone through. Yes. And both of us are huge advocates of therapy and go to therapy ourselves. Yes. And because of that, we've been able to do so much work internally and get to a place where like we can look back and we can we can feel our sad feelings, but we're in a really healthy state so we can look back and do a lot of really like positive reflection and introspection. And I think that's why we wanted to start this podcast is right. because of all that self-work that we've done. Yes. And we know what it's like to sit in our feelings and we know what it's like to not move through our feelings. And we want to empower other 
especially moms, but all women to be able to do that work and to work through those feelings and get to the hope and joy on the other side. Yes. Should we tell them why we're saying hope and joy so much? (laughs) Yes. So we're saying hope because, um, one of my biggest things, um, in life and right now, um, after losing my first son, um, is pouring and providing hope to other moms, um, and reviving hope in life again after that kind of a devastating loss. Um, and I think when we can have hope, it can, it keeps us going. It keeps us moving. It keeps us like eye on the prize going forward, going towards that, like, not, I don't want to say end goal, but for lack of better word, like the end goal, like you just want to keep moving, get out of bed every day, wake up, do what you need to do, keep moving. So that's, that's where the hope come from, comes from Erica, where's joy come from? And joy is my, my word that keeps me going. I, um, we had two years of infertility before we got pregnant with our boys. And then when we had them, I, um, suffered from postpartum depression for a long time and joy is really the like word that I clung to and all of that I just I wanted to feel joy every day even if it wasn't all day I wanted to be in a in a place where I could find joy in the little moments and the big moments in life and so um when we started talking about this podcast I was also in the like middle of writing a book called um I don't even remember what it was called. My joy-filled life or something. Yeah. Something about being joy, joy-filled, choosing joy. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> I have decided not to create it as a book. It's going to be up on my blog um, and like a little series on my blog. So that'll be coming out as we launch this podcast. We'll put it um, in the show notes for you. Yeah. So we, uh, I just, I've done a lot of work in the last year um, to get to a place where I can experience that joy. And like you, Cassie, I want to like tell everyone how to do that also. Yes. I think it's, I think it's important. And I think a lot of moms, um, and women in general, um, kind of need that empowerment and need, need the know-how and how to, for the joy to find themselves again. Um, Cause a lot of us lose ourselves in motherhood or mm-hmm. can even lose ourselves like in our, in our work or careers um, and what we've got going on. It's really easy to lose, you know, who we are. Um, and I think bringing that back and finding the joy in who we are and hope in our lives again and um, pouring that into our audience, I think, um, is going to empower a lot of women, um, around us, or, you know, maybe the two women that listen and tune in. <laughs> as long as there's just one person we make a difference for. It'll be <laughs> so, um, so yeah. So Erica, what is your favorite part of motherhood? I think for me, I really, um, wrote these questions and didn't actually think about my answer. But off the cuff, I would say watching my kids learn something new and then really like master something new. Like I have such, um, we're not planning on having any more kids. These are our our two, this is our family, right? 
And so with twins, like all of our firsts are also all of our lasts. Right. And so any like stage that we exit through, for me, I just have this like, oh, like, like right now they're, we're transitioning into 2T clothes and they are just looking like such tall boys and not babies anymore. And part of me is like, oh, that's so exciting. Like, I love that they, they have these quads that they just got that are not meant for kids that aren't even two yet. And they... (laughs) spend all day cruising around. My husband and I live on a farm. And they, they are just, little pros. <laughs> they are. Like they could go compete in some quad riding competition and hold their own <laughs> yeah. with five-year-olds. And I'm just, I'm so proud of them. But I'm also like, right. two seconds ago, like little tiny babies. I just was looking at a picture from when we were in the hospital and they were born and they were just like nestled on me so okay. tiny. And now they're constantly like biting each other and shoving each other when they both come <laughs> at the same time. So I love, I love watching them learn new things. I just, I, like, I didn't realize it was possible to be so proud of this little person. But everything right. like, oh my gosh, you're the greatest <laughs> creature ever made. <laughs> I swear, if I had like a dollar for every time I was just looking at Kieran, just oh my god, I love you so much. Like I say it too so much that he's now, so he's only two and he's already just like, you love me so much, mom. I'll be like, how much do I love you, baby? So much. I'm just like, okay, just, just want to make sure you know. It's like, okay, I know mom, leave me alone. So yeah, it's insane. And oh my gosh, they are so stinking cute on their quads. We love watching them. When you post what about it on you, what's your favorite part? My favorite part, gosh, is just is just how cute every little stage is, and like the way, like right now, my favorite part is Kieran talking and trying to say these words. Like hedgehog is headwog, and it's like the cutest thing. And I'm like, but in my head, I'm just like, it's gotta be a thing that like only their mom would really love and enjoy about them. (laughs) I feel like I love all kids when they're talking like that, when they're learning how to like voice words out and and whatnot, like orange is Odin's Odin's. And I'm like, Oh my God, you're so cute. So I just, it's my favorite, favorite, favorite part is just like him trying to figure out words, saying them wrong trying to figure out how to run without tripping, trying to figure out like all these little things that like we as adults take for granted. Like it's so crazy watching the world through a toddler's eyes. It is insane. And like they'll fall and most of the time it's no big deal. They just get right back up or they make a mistake and they're just like, oh, whatever, I'll try this. I mean, they might get frustrated, but for the most part, they just keep going. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, you can just learn so much from them. Um, so I guess that's a lot of favorite things in one, <laughs> but I just, I love, Oh God, I love motherhood. Not to say that I don't have my days where I'm just like, shut the F up. I don't know if we're allowed to cuss on this, so I will try <laughs> to refrain. Oh my gosh. Like Lord Jesus Christ help me some days, but I really love motherhood. Like I freaking love the hell out of it. So, um, we are planning possibly to have another one. So like, it's weird with the second one. I'm not sure if 
like I, like I'm soaking it all up, but I'm like, is this my last of this? It might not be, but it might be. So like, I, it's really weird. <laughs> it, like, yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know. And the maybe having another one could totally be a whole nother episode. <laughs> a lot I was just thinking that too. Yeah. Cause we have an interesting dynamic in our house. So we will, we'll definitely have to have a podcast episode on that. I think another one should be like, um, husbands and I don't think my husband will be listening. So it'll be great. <laughs> I don't think my husband will be listening, but his family probably oh. somehow, or we live in a really small town and I swear like <laughs> everything somehow makes it back to someone in our family. So yesterday I, um, I started a new, cause I need, you know, another new project, but I started, um, a new direct sales company and it's all about healthy food on your table really fast. And so I was doing a live cooking demonstration to show how awesome these products are. And, um, Kyle's aunt was over watching the boys. Uh, and it was like at the end of the day. So she was bringing them inside and she didn't really say anything to me, but she saw me cooking and she saw me talking. And so she didn't say anything. She leaves. Kyle comes home and he's like, so I heard you were in the kitchen talking to yourself while you were cooking tonight. <laughs> and I was like, well, no, but so who knows what information we'll get back to him from, right. whatever, from anything that I do. <laughs> but I appreciate that they love and support me. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> So Erica, what surprised you the most about motherhood? Uh, I feel like there's different things in each stage that surprised me the most. Like, this could also be a whole episode. <laughs> For instance, um, how exhausted you can be on a day-to-day -day basis. Uh, hemorrhoids, that was very surprising for me. Uh, and now like just how much information is thrown at you as a mom and how hard it is to navigate like what what you want to choose to do for your family yes and how you want to raise your kids there's just so I mean there's so many like parenting theories and books and everything yes. and, and all of them are like if you you know, like sleep training, for instance, it's like, if you don't sleep train your kids, they're going to be messed up for the rest of their lives. They're never <laughs> going to learn how to sleep through the night. Like even as adults, they're not going to be able to go to sleep. Right. Or on the other side, it's like, oh, if you sleep train your kids, they're going to have no like emotional bond. They're going to feel insecure because you let them cry it out. Like it's yeah. always one or the other. And I feel like I didn't realize how on the fence it was going to be about so many things. Right going to be to actually figure out what we wanted to do and what felt best for Right. Us. Exactly. And then not to mention like any guilt that might come with that because this person's doing it this way or their kid's already doing this or like the shame that'll come from other people. Like if you're not breastfeeding your child or, you know, I, I mean, just a number of things. It's, there's so many <laughs> decisions to make. For your yeah. children and your family, it is insane. And then the amount of information you were talking about is just, yeah. like, you're just bombarded. There's just so many choices you have to make every single day. Yes. Like, parenting is, 
and I forget who told me this, but it has stuck with me and has been like one of the best lines I have heard. It is the most thankless and most difficult yet most rewarding job mm-hmm. you will ever do. Yeah. And I have to like keep reminding myself like because you're giving up a lot and so you're but you're not getting thanked for a lot of it you're not getting paid for a lot of it so you just have to keep like okay this is the thankless most difficult job that I chose to do and I'm getting so much reward out of it from that little smile or that little I love you mama Um, or even like the little eye roll when you're annoying their life like it all is just like yes okay we had to pause so that I could repeat because I have a mom bladder. And so now Cassie's going to finish telling us what surprised you the most about motherhood. Yes. Um, so the most surprising thing for me, um, and this might sound weird or whatever, but it was the, not only like the lack of sleep that you have, but like the lack of hygiene that you're allowed or have the capacity for (laughs) when becoming a new mom. (laughs) Um, it was like, I'm, I'm a very big hygiene person. Like I love my daily showers and my showers can be like 30 minutes to an hour. Like I just love my showers. Um, and I'm not doing anything special. I'm like literally just washing my hair, shaving my legs kind of thing. Um, but I was wondering, (laughs) yeah, right. Like what's really going on? Why do you love those showers so much? (laughs) I have like my music going or like whatever. And it's just like me time. (laughs) Gosh, this last part of the episode is getting really interesting here. Um, so yeah, so I was really shocked about the lack of hygiene. Um, I don't get to shower every day all the time. I don't get to always shave my legs or have time in the shower to do so because there's a kid screaming or a kid that like just fell and hit his head on the wall or like whatever. Like I don't get to brush my teeth every day. Um, I haven't brushed my teeth at night a lot lately. Like it's just like, what the fudge? <laughs> is happening. So that was like my most shocking, surprising thing. Like I was like, Oh, I love it so much. Like I'll just keep it up. Like it'll just, I I'm totally going to make time for it. Like my kids will just let me do that. (laughs) Yeah. Or I'm totally going to have my kids on this schedule. Yeah. No, they have me on their schedule. (laughs) Like it's, you know, so Um, that was probably my most surprising thing about becoming a mom (laughs) was the lack of hygiene. You're welcome, America. (laughs) Uh, I will be honest. I've never had great hygiene. I am, I'm not a regular shower person. (laughs) Let's just say dry shampoo and I are really well acquainted we're becoming um, so for, acquainted. But even like getting in a shower once a week is hard for the same reason. I mean, I, I'm not a like jump in and jump out. Like I gotta like right here and like scrub my yes. face and shave and you know, all that time adds up. And for the longest time, actually even still, like I, unless they're, unless my husband is home, I have a hard time jumping in the shower 
what, even if the boys are sleeping and I have the set on the monitor on because I'm just like terrified they're going to wake up and need something yes. mid shampoo. I'm like, it's yes. not important to shower. Right. I'm <laughs> yes. I'll just be stinky and I'll make Kyle suffer through it until he gets home on time for me to shower. And you're yes. also just so exhausted. There are nights too where I'm like, Kyle is home and the boys go down for bed and I'm like, it's only eight o'clock. Theoretically, I could take a shower. But yeah, I have you could to also leave. sleep. <laughs> right. Or I could just lay in my bed with my eyes closed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I typically will choose sleep over my hygiene now. <laughs> like, Me oh, too. I could take an hour nap while they're down. Yeah, I'm sleeping. <laughs> yeah. Well, now that America knows way too much about us, um, let's talk <laughs> even more. We're going to end this episode with just, I don't know, a handful of rapid fire questions, which is hard for us because we are the rambling mamas. Like we, um, we just talk a lot. So yeah. we're going to do this quickly though. Okay. All right. First question, favorite vacation that you've been on or that you want to go on? Favorite is the Dominican. Oh my God. Best time ever. All inclusive. Went with another couple that we're really good friends with. Oh, <laughs> Best time ever, hands down, <laughs> so far. Yeah, so far. Uh, ours would be, mine would be Moon Palace in Cancun. We went on our honeymoon and it was just like the best. So relaxing, all-inclusive. I recommend it to everyone. If you want to sponsor the show and send the Sullivans and McCaffrey's on a family vacation, Moon Palace, Ready we're, for here it. For it. we're here Ready for it. Ready for it. <laughs> okay. What parenting style are you? I am a mix between free range and safety oriented. <laughs> so like I let them do all the things, but I'm also like, that could hurt you. Just FYI, do what you want, but that could hurt you. <laughs> so, or I'll teach him how to do it safely or my husband will teach him how to do it safely. So I'm kind of like a mix. I'm not like, you know, I'll let him get hurt. Not super injured. Don't want to go to the ER. <laughs> No one wants to go to the ER. Right. I guess I don't actually, I wrote this question and I maybe should have actually researched what parenting styles are or what parenting styles exist. I just refer to myself as a survivalist parent. Like I thought I was going to be this really strict mom that had boundaries and guidelines and like my kids wouldn't ever take dishes out of the cupboard or climb on <laughs> things me or try and stick things in outlets all the things that apparently are the most fun right. when you're ready to have yeah. And so I just do like the bare minimum to um, like keep them from screaming at me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's going to avoid you having a temper tantrum but is still like reasonable? Right. <laughs> I think that's the perfect perfect style. Oh, you want to climb all over my couch and take all the cushions off and, and jump and, oh, ride your bikes down the couch cushion? Yeah, sure, go for it. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I'll just, I'll be over here taking pictures of it. I need to send Kieran to your house. <laughs> uh, Cassie, what hobbies do you have? Oh, um, this. <laughs> podcasting with my bestie. Um, <laughs> gosh. Oh, that's a good one. I don't know what hobbies I have anymore. I don't have any hobbies anymore. <laughs> it's 
a hobby because that would be mine. Driving through the Starbucks drive that's my hobby. Wine. Wine is a hobby. Wine is my hobby. (laughs) That is my hobby. (laughs) I have lots of it for when we can finally hang out together. Yes. Um, Oh, this is a fun one. How many kids did you think you were going to want to have? (laughs) Yeah. Um, So (laughs) I thought I was going to want like a tribe of kids. Like even after like I lost Brayden, I was like, okay, well, I want to be a mom so bad. I want like five to seven kids. F that. And yeah, that has dwindled. (laughs) very much (laughs) I think we're gonna max out at three maybe that's like a big maybe (laughs) I didn't want any kids for a very long time um just because I thought I was gonna be such a bad mom I was like there I just I'm just gonna have kids and mess them up and so I just would rather not have any uh, and then once I kind of changed my tune on that, I was like, okay, two kids sounds good. And my husband this is one of my favorite stories to tell. It was like a firm, he's an only child. He thought being an only child was the best thing that could have ever happened in his life. And he only wanted one kid. And so lo and behold, eight week ultrasound, <laughs> oh, we were having two. And I was like, I win. Uh, but now I really want another baby, so I still didn't win. <laughs> I was going to say, it really surprises me to hear you say the no kids at first because you are such a great mom um, to your boys. It's so strange to hear you say that. <laughs> um, we can thank therapy <laughs> and Jesus, I suppose. <laughs> therapy and Jesus. Uh, and Jesus. And thank you. I don't, some days I feel like I'm just barely holding it together. So I appreciate <laughs> That makes two of us. <laughs> uh, actually, when you send me Marco Polo's with baby Declan, I'm always just like, my like heart melts because you are just so precious with him, like talking to him and cooing at him. And, and, oh. oh, she's such a good mommy. I did not do that. I just stared at him. I was like, <laughs> So hungry. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> what is your favorite food? Oh, that's a good one. Um, <laughs> fast food, is that a thing? <laughs> Just all I, fast food. I like junk food, <laughs> um, which is, I am trying to clean it up. Thank you. Um, but I, gosh, I really like. I, so if I had to pick food, I like snack food or junk food. Like, and my favorite snack, I think, especially when I'm pregnant, is hot Cheetos with cream cheese. Oh, it's that sounds like it could be good. So yummy. Pregnant or not pregnant, I really enjoy that. Um, okay, mine yeah. along the same lines is that that people will be like, that is gross, but if you try it, it's actually like, delicious. Is <laughs> nachos uh doritos nacho cheese doritos not any other kind just the nacho cheese ones <laughs> dipped in cottage cheese interesting Sounds so strange but it works that scares my life and now i want to try it <laughs> <laughs> 
I have a question to go hand in hand with that. What is your favorite drink? Chai latte, hands down. <laughs> no question about it. That is awesome. Mine is wine. <laughs> wine. Do you have a favorite varietal? <laughs> I like petite Syrahs, Syrahs, and cabs. Oh, I'm, so you're like a full body wine drinker. Oh, very We're much so. Very Not that I have any questions about that, but like when we can leave our houses and go wine tasting, it's going to be a good day. Yes. I'm venturing into the rosés right now, but um, still like my, my full body. Yeah. I'm not a huge rosé fan myself, but if it's a sparkling rosé. Yes. Mom or Shandon. Yes. Well, we're going to go to Hellwig when Ooh, yum. In, in Andor. Again, Hellwig, if you would like to sponsor our podcast, <laughs> free wine is acceptable. <laughs> uh, okay, I've got just a couple more. What's your favorite movie or TV show, past, present, okay. or in the future? So an old, an old movie that I watched like nightly was G.I. Jane. I can recite the entire movie to you, G.I. Jane. Oh my gosh, hands down. I had the VHS, the DVD, like all the, all the things. Um, so that was movie, TV show. Um, one that really brought me out of my funk, like when Brayden died, I watched it on like repeat all the seasons, Will and Grace. Because <laughs> it was just light. It was funny. They're hilarious. I love them that those are movie and tv show have you been watching the new season i have not i have not yet i know right like what <laughs> it's I, good i won't i don't i've had a hard time accepting the new will and grace because they pretty much just like ignored the whole last season of the original will and grace okay <laughs> and like rewrote the script which really bothered me but I still have watched all of it, so it's worth it. I need, I need to get on that, but thank you for the heads up because that will irritate my life. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is happening? And it, like, you'll five seconds in, they admit to it. So, you know, you don't have to, not really spoiling a whole lot. Um, I don't know. Like, Blast from the Past movie would be 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, that's a good one. Um, and TV show. Probably Grey's Anatomy, even though I'm like, I have like four episodes of this season on Hulu watch still. I don't know, something, <laughs> something in me, this, like this whole year of TV shows, like, I haven't watched This Is Us either. It just, like both of them just feel so heavy to me. I'm kind of like, you know, right. light and happy and yeah, I, like need to stay in my happy, positive bubble. I can't right. too much heaviness right now, especially in quarantine. <laughs> Do. like I, I just keep it light keep it I've light. been watching a lot of dark watching stuff. This later we are recording this like one month into uh coronavirus quarantine that is why we keep recording to not be in the house yes <laughs> hopefully okay, we'll be soon okay one more question uh favorite music like genre or band so it's gonna be a two Thing. I love 90s country and I love my Christian like not like the new Christian music but like the hymns 
So I have my Pandora stations for both of those. Yeah. <laughs> I have Tim with my radio. Uh, well, I do love me some 90s country also. Um, and then like the 2000s country. Yes. Like 2000, what would it be like 10? It started getting really poppy and yes. it. Right. Um, but my radio station is almost always set to Caleb. I love worship yes. music. Yeah. yeah. I have a lot of fun with that. Same thing. Like I, uh, when I started listening to Caleb when we were going through, see how terrible I'm at rapid fire questions. Um, <laughs> I started listening to Caleb when we were going through infertility and like not all music, but other radio stations with their mix of like upbeat and then a sad song. Like it was just too hard for my heart right. to like stay in a good place with all of my own life going on. Like music has always been very I don't want to say triggering, but triggering for me. Right. Just like it transports me into different feelings, which is yes. what it's supposed to do. Uh, and so when we were going through infertility, there's like Caleb does a 30 day challenge where you don't turn the station off of Caleb, which is actually genius marketing for a radio station. <laughs> uh, and I was like, I'm going to try it and see what happens. And uh, so I only listened to Kayla for 30 days and I just noticed that my mood was like, was not like this, it's like, right. especially when my commute at the end of the day, like a sad song would come on, especially if it was like the last thing I was listening to when I pulled right. the away and I was, it would just change my mood throughout the day. Yeah. So anyways, yeah I love Kayla. <laughs> I won't ask Kayla to sponsor a podcast. Uh, but if any of you would like to sponsor Caleb. Okay. Uh, sorry, I'm nervous. That's all the questions I have. Did you? Have I, I have one more. Um, what did you want to be when you grew up? When you grew up, not when you grow up. <laughs> I mean, I guess uh, not grown up yet. Okay, again, a long explanation for a quick part. I'm like the ultimate um, Barbie believer. Like, I'm definitely the Barbie generation where I thought I could just truly be and do anything and at the same time, all the things because they <laughs> Barbie. <laughs> She's a doctor. She's a vet. She's right? a <laughs> and a scuba diver and a movie star. Like she's everything all at the same time. And that is what I grew up believing I could do. I was going to be, I did want to be a vet for a really long time. And then I learned that you um, like kind of save all the animals. And I was like, Nope, <laughs> I'm out. That's a firm pass for me. Uh, and then I actually really wanted to get into politics, which will probably make most people laugh when they hear that. But when I was in high school, my goal was to um, be, a, I was going to be the president of the United States someday. That's awesome. You want to hear something funny? <laughs> so you would have been the president. I wanted to be a Secret Service agent. <laughs> Ooh, you saved my life. I know. I wanted, to, I wanted so, to stand on the top of the White House with my little gun and, well, my big gun. I don't know what their guns are, but <laughs> I wanted to be a secret service agent. <laughs> See, we were just meant to be in whatever life it was. I know. Just saying. <laughs> the universe was always just pulling us together in some capacity. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, I think people have probably heard us rambling on for long enough about ourselves. Should we call right. it a day? 
I think we can call this a day. (laughs) So we're really excited to keep these going and um, promise not to be, I can't promise not to be too rambly. We're probably going to ramble at some point through these episodes, but we promise to bring you fun, lighthearted, deep conversations, tools that can help you guys get empowered. And um, we're really excited about this new adventure with you guys. Super excited. So yeah, just thank you guys so much for listening, giving us some time today, and we look forward to bringing you more hope and joy next week. Yes. Bye. Bye. Hey there, thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Mom Date Podcast. We hope that we filled your day with some hope and some joy. And if we did, we would love for you to subscribe to this podcast and share it with your other mama friends. Also, we would love to share all the Mom Date Podcast updates with you. So please follow us along on Instagram. You can find me, Erica, at Life With My Favorites. And you can find Cassie on Instagram at Cassandra.Sullivan. Thanks so much.